You're listening to episode 305 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show financially when you shop at Amazon. Simply go to the blog, click on the corresponding banner, and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without actually giving us money. Also, get early and sometimes exclusive access to all things 360 Vegas with a $7 per month subscription to Patreon. That's patreon.com slash 360vegas. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pools, the casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? Gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. It is my great honor to introduce you to the woman responsible for finding us a home in Las Vegas and has become one of our closest friends. Lacey Cerrone, a.k.a. at Las Vegas Gal on Instagram. Welcome. Hi. Thanks, guys. I'm excited to be here. I'm actually really nervous, but I'm stoked. Which is, which is <laughs> interesting. So there's some back... You're, you're not a rookie to podcasting. No, she is you, not. I am you were, not. You were a pioneer in this fucking art back with uh, the Cerrone show, your, your husband. Uh, yes. You and... Now, now, husband. now husband, yes. Yes, was friend, now husband. It, yeah, yeah. You got to listen to a, a comedic show as a relationship evolved into love. Yeah, it, I, it was uh, comedic. I use that term loosely a little bit. <laughs> I don't think we were trying to be funny. I think we were just being ourselves. They were entertaining. It was maybe entertaining. Well, that's, entertaining. yeah. That's, well, yeah. Well, enter- comedic is, entertaining is not always comedic. Yeah, Listen, I, I, I'm gonna take it. He called me comedic. I'm funny. That's all I'm taking. Yes, I'm running yeah. with it. I'm running with it. <laughs> yes. So we we hosted the Saron show. We started that show. Chris started that show in uh, 2014, and we um, and then I joined the show about I don't know six months in. Oh and my god, we, I didn't realize it was 2014. It's so not that long ago. No, no. I mean, for us, it was it's a lifetime ago because we were just friends at the time. Right. Both of us married to other people. Right. Both of us with totally separate <laughs> lives. And then we um, we got a divorce. And then six months. Year and a half later, I got a divorce, and then boom, 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 roll, things start to roll, and then oh, you're kind of cute, and then all of a sudden we're <laughs> then we're married with, with four children and a partridge in a pear tree. So, but yeah, 14, 2014, and then we grew the show really quickly and had a we had like a million uh, downloads in like the first nine months, which was really exciting, awesome. and then another million like five months later. So we just had a great time, but it was mainly like. It wasn't Vegas, which right. it should have been, by the way. I mean, we were Vegas. <laughs> but it was all like, you know, business coaching and just helping people in marketing and sales and just talking to rad people. That's all we did. Yeah. We had a great time. So the lesson there is, you know, don't any, any friends that podcast together of the opposite sex, you need to watch out Be to careful. make sure there's no. Okay. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, there's, sure. there's, you got to have chemistry on the mic. So, yes. you know. <laughs> yeah, chemistry on the mic translates to chemistry in other areas of your life. A lot of people who listened to us um, back in the day when we finally announced that we were dating even, not even that we were getting married, that we were dating, it was, uh, duh, yeah, we knew that, like, all along. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, no, 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 it wasn't all along. They're like, yeah, but it should have been. You guys have been meant to be together forever. I'm like, okay, we'll take it. We're good. So, yeah, it was awesome. 
thank you for filling in. Obviously, it's Fourth of July weekend, so I think that's why Tony's not here, right? He's yeah, off he's partying off with, doing something, you know, celebrating with friends and family yep. and whatnot. I'm glad you bring it up. I always forget that stuff. I'm always like, oh, that's right, Tony's not here. Right. <laughs> I, I I am gonna say the show is pretty awesome with Tony, so I'm gonna do my best to fill in. But uh, he's got some big shoes to fill. We're so not worried about yeah, it. He's, he's We're not worried. We've hung out with you enough to know oh, this is gonna be easy. I know, this. right? I was kind of stoked <laughs> for this. It's gonna be great. Sweet. Okay. I know it's going to start to sound like I'm a shill for Moonshot and Battleborn pins, but honestly, I just love what they do <laughs> so much. I get excited to share what they're doing. For example, Moonshot.com has new shirts, and two of them were listener suggestions. They now have available Barbary Coast, Fitzgerald's, Moulin Rouge, Four Queens, oh, Imperial Palace, Slots of Fun, The Dunes Turret Marquee, and Westward Ho are now all available. And I cannot recommend them enough. <laughs> I love that. They, it was funny. They showed me an early preview that I teased in the last show, and I'm like, I'll have one of all. <laughs> I'll have seven of all because they're going to fade. <laughs> well, exactly. Well, and actually, thank you, Lacey, because you introduced Mark to Battleborn Pins. Yes, they're amazing. I'm actually going to be doing a YouTube video interview with the owner of that of that company here soon. So oh, I'll awesome. let you guys know. It's, it's She's rad. She's rad. She is. Yeah, yeah. she's awesome. Her, she, her and I have had lots of DM conversations about stuff. She's a, listened to the show and, and mm-hmm. got into it. So, yeah, she's pretty awesome. I met her in person, and I was, like, enchanted. She's beautiful, beautiful human being outside and in and just been around Vegas long enough that it felt like right. I was kind of talking to somebody uh, that you know grew up like I did here. Right. So. Awesome. Last thing on the shirts, they're really comfortable. They're available in men and women's cuts, multiple colors. They start at 26 bucks, but you got to use the promo code 360Vegas to get 15% off your order. Oh, and then one last thing that somebody mentioned. You know how they've got deluxe and luxury? Yeah. And they and and on top of that, they say order up because they, they fit smaller. The size, yeah, yeah, that's not accurate. That's the I've tried all of them. The order in up various is not sides. accurate. But there yeah. is a difference between the deluxe and the luxury. Yeah, the luxury is a little bit thinner and a little little bit softer, but they're both really soft. They're both good. Yeah. So the the rule is don't order up or do? Just get your regular size. Oh, okay, yeah, cool. yeah, you're fine. Okay, they perfect. say to order up, and I, I tested it. I made sure that I got an yeah. ex, like a, a double X. And he always gets XL, XL, which he doesn't need anyway. But yeah, he ordered a double X, and I'm like, he's like swimming tent. in this thing. Yeah, I like it. Of course you do. <laughs> of course you do. All right, well, let's start the show. He's Mark. She's Lacey, and I'm Karen. And as always, we start with Random Vegas. The average Las Vegas casino electricity bill is about a hundred thousand dollars a month. Big casinos are obviously more. For example, MGM Grand averages $350,000 a month. We got that from Vital Vegas. You know, it's interesting. (laughs) Like, I I hear that and I say, okay, but how much are the lights that you like the neon? Like, I don't give a fuck how much it costs to turn on the lights in there. I want to know how much it costs to run that sign. That's what I want to know. I don't think the sign actually takes up a ton of electricity. I mean, it does, but I think that they've gotten smarter with the bulbs they're using these days. I think it's the AC that is costing more than anything. Keeping uh, that place as cold as possible. Well, that's I would argue that's an easy cost-cutting yeah. way because you make it way too fucking cold in those yes, casinos. Yes, they do. You could easily crank that thing up at least four or five degrees, yeah. and no <laughs> one would complain. In fact, we would all be grateful. Thank you. Right? Yes, we would. Fingers are no longer blue. <laughs> we exactly. Were, I can't remember the one time we went uh, that we came to Vegas, and we were in our shorts, and we're walking in casinos. Like, why the fuck do I? I'm how am I not cold? Like, we just got dumb luck. Well, I think it's also that you go from the heat that you're st- you need that time to cool down from the heat to the you to do, the cool. but it doesn't need to be that dramatic. No, I know of a difference, and it'll make you sick. Like so, oh, when yeah. I worked in the casinos, like I of course saw all the P and Ls. I saw what we spent on power and things like that, and 
I will say Texas Station and Sunset Station and all the stations between those, which are the local properties here, were not 100000 a month. I'm just going to be real with you. <laughs> they were a lot smaller. They were definitely substantial, but they were not smaller. But we even at the casinos made, had these types of conversations where it was like, okay, the pit section two is too cold. We need to fix right. this and that. You know, We were really pinching, pinching pennies all the time. So we actually went through this every single month. I don't know how and why they're not doing that. It seems so wasteful. It does. It does seem like they take lazy shortcuts on obvious things, yeah. and then they're like, oh, we're overspending. Like on, it seems pretty simple. It seems like the kind of thing you yeah. just send like an analyst in and be like going, well, fuck, I can save you a yeah. shit ton of money say, real if, quick. If Eldorado's still looking for those and half a billion dollars in cost-cutting savings at Caesars, you know, start by looking at the AC, the AC temperatures. AC. And AC should be number one or two on the list. Exactly. They're like, it holy should. shit, we just saved a hundred grand. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about the Twit Pick of the Week. I never liked the Frontier. I didn't like the theme, thought the place was gross, and was indifferent to the signage. I understood why other people liked it, because I kind of liked O'Shea's, and it was a shithole. But honestly, I was happy to see it go. Then perspective set in, as I continued to try and learn everything I can about the city that changed my life. And even though the Frontier was nothing more than an attempt to copy the El Rancho, but make it better in every way, the fact is... They accomplished it. Think about it. Walt Disney didn't invent amusement parks. just found a way to do it better than everybody else. Also, this show was created in that same vein. In 2011, when I was just a fan of Las Vegas like all of you listening and looking for podcasts to listen to more about it, I couldn't help but think of all the things I wish the shows I enjoyed would do. Not being the kind of person to tell someone how they should produce their creative outlet, that desire for more evolved into the 360 Vegas podcast. All that said, still doesn't change my feelings about the frontier, but now <laughs> I respect it and its place in the city's history. Thank you at Classic Las Vegas for helping to guide that revolution. Did we ever go in the frontier? Yep. Okay. It obviously did make an impression on me. I I, actually, maybe it. twice, because I know we went into the, the Stardust at least once. If not twice. I remember because I specifically got the Stardust chip that is the celebration of the, like, as they were getting ready to close. Right. That's the celebration of it, which is actually why I made the mistake when I got those chips at a, wherever the fuck I got them, where I thought they were, I'm like, wow, this is like the best representation of a chip, you know, from this property. And then you come to find out, like, oh, no, no, no those are just, like, anybody can make those. They're just, they're shit. They're, those weren't real chips. Like, right. They weren't casino. Uh, so, I, so I blame Stardust for tricking me because theirs looks exactly <laughs> like one of those. <laughs> I don't even remember that. I don't. I've ever been in the frontier. I, like I've lived here thirty years, and I don't ever recall walking the frontier. Not once. Was that the frontier was owned by the same guy that now Phil Ruffin that owns TI? Yeah. Okay, so I do remember going into it yep. and not being because it oh, had yeah, the big, my... it had the big old uh, Gillies, Gillies, whatever it was, yeah, with the, the oh, mechanical bowl and everything on there. Yeah. I know. Knowing all the stories I've heard of you, Lacey, I'm I like, I'm pretty sure you've been on that bull. I pretty much did ride that bull. And, but I, I don't think I went into the casino. I think I went in from the outside entrance, you know, the right. Chili's. Oh, right. I don't think I ever actually went ventured into the casino. But, oh, yeah, I rode that bull. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah they, I, I, I was never a, a, a fan, as I said. I, well, I, I like the stardust, but. The country western theme for us just isn't our thing anyway. Yeah, same. So it wasn't. Someplace that we we're like, ooh, unless there's a bull. My language. Unless there's <laughs> a bull. I, I will say this: I have I've been on a bull once. Did you and, survive? Um, I, well, I, she's here. I, I, I <laughs> like survive the time that you Fair have to enough, survive. Yes. yes. Now I, I'm sure I got knocked off pretty oh. quickly. But ironically, it was at a work event, 
And the only reason I did it was because the right? female the female VP got on first. You're like, well, I guess I got to And I go. was like, okay, well, if she's going to do it, then I can't be shamed. And I can check it off my list and say, nope, I've already done it once. I, would, I never I have to do it again. literally pay money to see a video of that. I oh, no. Pay, there, there isn't Who's one. got the video? There isn't one. <laughs> Someone listening has the video. Please send it in. Nope. Nope. Not happening. <laughs> All right. As always, we will link to the photo on our blog, feature it on all our social media outlets, such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, as well as the enhanced version of the show, which Patreon subscribers should be seeing right now. Oh, also, you can thank Lacey for getting me on Instagram. Oh, yeah. You're, I'm going to say you're welcome to whoever might be thanking you. <laughs> you are welcome. You're doing a great job on Instagram. You're killing it. I've actually had a lot of people like, oh, my God, I'm glad you're finally over here. I'm oh, like, really? Oh, looky there. <laughs> so you're on my stomping grounds. Now, I know you guys tried to convince me to go over to your stomping grounds on Twitter, and I did, but they didn't have my full name. I'm yeah, at like, La- Las Vegas Gal 4, Four which yeah. is lame. <laughs> But I'm working on it. I've I reached out we to gonna, at Las Vegas Gal twice. Yeah, I thought we were going to, like, take her out so I'm you could trying. just hijack the name. we got to figure out how to hijack the name. And then okay. I promise if I do, I will figure out Because she's only tweeted, like, two things in, what, ten years or something? Six years or You so might I be think. able to request that from Twitter. I think I tried, and they said I had to reach. I did try, and they said I had to reach out to that person. So, anyway, regardless, I will venture to your playground soon. But thanks for coming to mine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm enjoying having you there. <laughs> All right, let's move into the news. First up, we have 360 Vegas Vacation 9 details. The schedule for 360 Vegas Vacation 9 is now available. Early Bird RSVP is available now to Patreon subscribers. General availability will be Sunday, July 14th. RSVP is free for all events except the limo to Fremont Street Experience, which will cost you $12, and the 360 Whiskey Lounge, which will cost you $65 a person. We decided to back it down this time. Oh. I don't know why. Apparently, I had too much, uh, too much of a time spending the money for Tony. I had a really good time swinging by this last one that you guys just did. I I, I was only there for like a brief hot second, but I just up at Ellis Island. Yeah, yeah, it was so much fun. I just love seeing everybody come together. There are some incredible people there. It's such a blast. I'm just blown away by the quality of people that you guys seem to attract. Like genuinely, because we, you know, we went to New Orleans. I know. Look at us. Go figure. How did that happen? That's what I'm saying. (laughs) No, I mean it. I mean, you guys are obviously great people, but like some, you know never know there's this is a public forum you've got a podcast you don't know who's listening or right. whatever but you it's just amazing to me when we went to new orleans i got to meet some awesome yep. people and then just people here in town i was just blown away every person i shook the hand of i was like dang i love that i'm part of this community now well although, hopefully you can make a few more events I'm this planning time. To, although I, I will say one of the reasons why so many awesome people are there is because of the brilliant algorithm i developed called the friend filter <laughs> <laughs> and that is if you listen to the show and like it, we're going to get along. If you don't like it or you think that I'm too aggressive, not we wouldn't have up. been friends. I think yeah. you're absolutely right. Oh, totally. you are, I, we yeah. need to patent that in some way, shape, or form <laughs> to figure out how to make money on it. All right, so the event, the spaces are available first come, first serve, hence the early bird RSVP for Patreon subscribers. Another perk of supporting what we do. Vegas Vacation 9 will once again, this is the first time we've done this, will be North Strip-centric, which is the same as what we did at Vegas Vacation So basically 8. Cromwell and Mirage. Yeah, yeah, because that is cool. what I consider North. It stops at Mirage. I don't really need the rest of it. <laughs> Except Venetian and them for food. The other ones are for food, not Venetians for Vegas for, Vacations. Venetian Palazzo are definitely for food, yeah. The schedule is as follows. Sunday, September 1st, 6 p.m., meet and greet at 3535 at Link. At 7.30 p.m., the limo to the Fremont Street Experience will be at link, clearly. 8.30 p.m., group gaming at Main Street Station. We're just going to go straight there. We keep ending up there anyway. Okay. We're just going to make it happen. Yep. 
Monday, September 2nd, 11 a.m., Banger Brewing at Banger Brewing at Neonopolis. <laughs> I was going to say, did you really have to have all those Banger in there? Brewing. I'm pretty sure there was one too many in there. There, there was. Banger, Banger Brewing right. at Banger. 2.30 p.m., <laughs> the 360 Whiskey Lounge. That location is TBD. 6 p.m., the 360 Vegas Family Meet and Greet at Rematch at Link, featuring, at this point, Vital Vegas. And I'll be honest with you, I think it's just going to be Vital Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> nobody's nobody's coming out this time. I, yeah, I, I think we've, when we're doing two a year, yeah. and this is our third year, I think everybody's like, I'm going everyone. I'm like, I can't, I can't afford to go to all these. Um, at Las Vegas, Gal can make an appearance if you'd like. You know, that'd I'd be happy be, to that, show up to that that'd one. That'd be fucking Absolutely. bad at ourselves, yes. Make an exception even though you're no longer a podcaster as a former yeah. podcaster. But I still produce podcasts. Well, there and, you go. Well, okay. and it's not just the podcast. Remember, the, the family started with, I don't write these stories. I get them from the RG. I oh, get them from blogs. True, yeah. I get yeah. them yeah. from all this other stuff. So it's really just going, hey, these guys got me this shit. Yeah, right. You know, so just because I delivered it in a far superior way. Okay, well, then we'll... <laughs> Love Except Mark. Scott, that, that guy. True Mark right here. Yeah. Love it. Scott is a beast. I yeah. love reading that guy's stuff. And especially like the little fucking subtitles and all the smart ass things. Like, how yeah. long have you been reading this blog? Shit <laughs> like that. I love it. The best. Which we do have to, again, thank him because he's the one that introduced oh, that us medicine. to Lacey. Yes, all the uh, degrees of, of Scott. Which I think, degrees of Vital Vega. <laughs> I'm pretty sure if he would have known how, like, what how this close friendship we got. was, he would have like, oh, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> Actually, doing I that. will tell you. So when we first met and we hit it off so well, yeah. and we I think we went and looked at houses, whatever. When you came in town, we looked at houses and you left. I bumped into Scott like a couple of weeks later and he's like, oh, so I guess you, Karen and Mark, are like really good friends. Now. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, we are. I stole your friends. Get over it. Sorry. Well, you can come play with us too, but you never come out, you crotchety old who. Yeah, you know? it's true. It's true. I love that man. He's the best. And then finishing off Monday at 8 p.m., we have group gaming at Link, which will include, if it's still there, and it better be there, fucking Mario Kart tournament. Oh, yeah. 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 I think our, our initial plan is to do um, brackets. So yeah. we'll, once folks are there, we'll figure out how to sign everybody up, and we'll run it through like a tournament. There'll be a gambling aspect to yeah. it, as as Tony has required. <laughs> yes. For any activity involved. <laughs> we'll I'm start figuring out there. how to do that. Yeah. If I can't lose money, I'm not going to be there. Right, exactly. What is the point? We're just playing games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Tony, we are. All right, Tuesday, September 3rd, 8 a.m., 360 exercise experience. That is TBD. Actually, I think she gave that to me. I think it's on there. So Patreon subscribers a, know what it really is. We're doing is. a hike. Shh, 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 shh. Oh. They have to wait. Yeah, they're doing a hike. <laughs> it's like, you already ruined it. No, it's not that. He, he, he had it, it. He had it in edit. his head. I'm like, amazing. You know, we're not going to tell anybody right I'm now. I'm really good. Meanwhile, you're like, but people want to know. Yeah. So. When T says TBD, I'm like, well, no, I know what it is. Well, can, I, can I tell everybody? <laughs> 10 a.m., 360 Vegas Indulgence is once again at the Canyon Ranch Spa at Venetian. 11 a.m., Monte Cristo's at Caesars Palace. That is damn nice. near getting close to becoming a staple of yes. every Vegas vacation. Right. Yeah. 3 p.m., we're going to try and actually make it to Blue Ribbon Chicken this time. <laughs> well, we moved it up because I think before we had dinner at 5, you're, and people, after, especially after Monte Cristo, and everybody needed food way before then. You're 100% yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> And then capping it all off, 6 p.m., group gaming at Cromwell, Flamingo, Link. I highly recommend you follow us on social media to find out where right. we're at. And I, no, I was going to say, and just to be clear, for um, the whole RSVP piece of it, the only space that's limited is for the limo and the whiskey lounge. Yep. 
but we like to have RSVPs, so we have kind of a, a ballpark idea of how many people are coming. We like to know. So, yeah. So if you don't mind, we'd really appreciate it. Yeah. You guys really know how to put a party together. It's true. I'm really, really good at this, and I appreciate you acknowledging that. But <laughs> the times and events are confirmed. But the venues are subject to change, so just follow us on social media, and you'll, you know, if there's any venue changes, we'll, we'll share them with you. Next up, strip gaming woes continue. The Karen Airport set a new record in May for passenger traffic at 4.59 million, a 5.3 increase over May of 2018, and more than 100,000 more than the previous high of 4.44 million set in October of 2018. The impact was felt all throughout the market, except in the gaming revenues. Strip gaming revenues fell 11.1% in the month of May, down 6% from 2018. Also, the sixth consecutive month that gaming revenue on the Strip has fallen. In response, the same culprit was blamed. Baccarat swing. But even a child will tell you that math doesn't add up. You mean to say that entire market or at least one property, has been getting their ass kicked at Baccarat for six straight months? In their defense, slot play has increased in eight of the last nine months. Also, as we've stated multiple times on this show, gambling is no longer the primary source of revenue for Vegas casinos, so continuing to focus on gaming revenue is a benchmark for how well the market is doing as follows. All forms of pay-to-play recreation need to be referred to when establishing how good a particular month was for Las Vegas. Alas, my logic and analysis have not been called upon for guidance. And I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> I do. <laughs> I, I know, I, I, I've spoken to executives. I do know why. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, we value your opinion, but we don't want anyone to know we're talking to you. <laughs> I know why, too, because I was one of those executives for a long time. Yeah. Exactly. We like your opinion. We don't want anybody else to hear it but us, though. Right. <laughs> so the, the funny thing is that slot play has increased eight of the last nine months because they keep increasing their fucking table limits and they're yep. pricing people off the tables. The only place they can go gamble is at slots. Battleborn pins are another one of those brilliant ideas that you'll find yourself surprised wasn't already a thing in the market. Well, it is now. Thanks to Battleborn pins, we now have Disney-quality collectible enamel pins featuring iconic Vegas. The ever-expanding collection includes Crazy Girls No If, Ands, or Butts statue, Vegas Vic, with a moving arm, and the Dunes turret marquee. The iconic mint signage, silver slipper, the stardust, and of course, the welcome to fabulous Las Vegas sign are just some of the options available, starting as low as $8. 360 Vegas listeners can drop that price another 20% when they use the promo code 360. Just go to bbpins.bigcartel.com or go to our blog, 360vegaspodcast.com, and click on the banner ad, for Battleborn pins. That's a point. That's a really good observation. Well, see, I mean, all right, so here's here's what I would argue. I would argue that this is still the same pattern I've already said has been going on for years, where newbie, we're, we were setting new records, which means newbies are coming. Right. So, you know, traffic's starting to come down because people are getting pissed at all these, these uh, well, extra fees and shit like that. So I would argue slots is always the gateway to other things. So I would argue you're still bringing in new people who were still playing slots and still experiencing this shitty experience you, you created for them. Well, but to that point, if they have a 5.3% increase in May versus May of last year, but the slots only went up by 1%, people still aren't gambling. Yeah. I mean, even if they're... So they're coming here. Mm-hmm. 
but they're not dropping their money on the casinos like they used to do. Right, because they're paying $500 for fucking tables in a nightclub. I'd like to offer just one other, I don't know, opinion, possibly an, a reason is some of those people here to look at houses with me so they can move the last Because I'm going to tell you right now, there's a large percentage of that 100,000 or whatever that was, uh, that definitely called and definitely want to move. <laughs> Especially those are from California. This is like mass exodus from California right oh, now. Oh, yeah. yeah. It really is. Not I'm to make sure, it about me, but... I'm sure know. with the earthquake, you'll get a few more going, all right, oh shit, God, we're I done. <laughs> anyway, I had to throw that in there because I, I have seen a massive increase in the last year. We, we of, have attempted to drive fucking people yeah. to you. <laughs> no, no, not even that. Just just in visiting people interested in Vegas. I've right. seen it massively grow. And so... And then every one of them is, I was either just there for my first time or I just came back after really? 10 years. Or Every time someone says it, it's either they just visited or they're coming to visit. Right. And most of the time they're spending time, sorry, off the strip with me and what can I do? Very strip. I don't mind As it. we know, because we can't ever get a hold of you because you're so freaking yeah. busy. It's a sure. miracle this happens. Keep them happens. coming. Keep them coming. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, Booking.com is backing down. Recently, Booking.com owners of brands Priceline and Kayak, announced a new groundbreaking policy to start charging hotels a commission for the resort fees they charge, a move widely considered to be the eventual end of dreaded resort fees. The result? Golden Nugget, Wynn Resorts, and Red Rock Resorts have pulled their listings from Booking.com's websites. Companies that generated an estimated $119 million for them in the first quarter. This week... Amidst negative feedback, it was announced that the new policy will not go into effect until January 1st of 2020. Rumors say the delay is so new leadership can reassess the idea, potentially eliminating it. Golden Nugget, Wynn Resorts, and Red Rock Resorts still have their rooms posted on Expedia.com, a company who has not adopted the charge for resort fees, is instead looking into addressing the issue in another way. Expedia is currently working on refining their algorithm so hotels that break out their resort fee from the cost of the room do not get any sort of advantage over those who list the full price. So they would take into account yeah. and like, okay, so yeah, it's 20 bucks, but we know that you have a resort fee, so we're going to drop you down to like a fifth here right. on this list. So who, who is providing the negative feedback on this new policy? I would argue Golden Nugget, Win Resort, yeah, but Red that's it. <laughs> Like from a customer perspective, you're like, Finally, like at least now I see the whole picture. Well, and the interesting thing about that is they generated 119 million dollars. Like, okay, but they didn't do it. Like, customers did yeah. it. Who are the ones bitching about your fucking right. fees? Right. Yeah. And if they're not on those search sites, if people are used to going to Booking.com to find their hotels, and now you're not even on there, how how much are you know Win and and Resorts or Red Rock and Golden Nugget going to lose? By, just by being not being on those sites. So that is my optimistic hope, is that the new leadership is going, hold on and see what happens. Let's see yeah. Let's see if they get negatively impacted and all of a sudden they come back to us. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, I guarantee that's exactly what's going on. Vegas is very, especially the executives in Vegas, are very reactive, not proactive. It's just yeah. not in their nature to think things out and be big thinkers and try <laughs> something new and get excited about it and stick to our guns if it doesn't work, you know. So I'm gonna guarantee you right now, like give it, give it six months, maybe less. Well, I'm sure they didn't, like Booking.com didn't expect, you know, those three properties to pull off, especially but, that quickly. But since you still have, um, but everybody MGM else, and right? Caesars, I mean, which are the big ones for people exactly. that are coming? Yeah. You know, they're like, okay, and they still have other spots downtown. So like, if the Golden Nugget right. pulled, okay, but you still have the Stevens Group, all of their right. restaurants down there, or their properties down there, and Plaza, everybody else. So it's like. 
hey, this is a small, this is a good test population. Right, yep. Like, let's see how this works. I mean, in Red Rock, is such a separate yeah, totally thing anyway. I mean, they're all the local spots. So. But you are right. If you think about these, these are remote places. I mean, Red Rock is all over the city. When is that tiny little spot very, very north? Right. And then one tiny little property amidst on fucking downtown. nine of them on downtown. Yeah. So you may be right. It, this may be Booking.com going, okay. Have fun, gentlemen. Yeah, we'll see you in a few months. Exactly. Yeah. We'll, 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 we'll deal with we'll all talk. the big boys. You yeah. guys just have fun. Unless, like, Red Rock and all these other ones, the ones that pulled off, are going to be amping up their online ad media spend, like, ten times to really right. make up for the right. search engine optimization stuff that's going on with Booking.com. But I'm telling you, give it a few months. Right. Well, and especially now they pulled off and the fee isn't even being charged. So this really is a good time to see what, what is the benefit of them being on mm-hmm. Booking.com versus not. Yep. So, yeah, that's going to be... I love watching just knowing oh, yeah. what I knew from working in the casinos, it's always so funny. I can go, really? Right. <laughs> we'll see. Hmm, let's see. And next up, Sprinkles closes at Link. Michael oh. Vegas is reporting that Sprinkles Cupcakes in the Link Promenade has closed. The flagship location has been part of the Link Promenade since it opened in 2014. Interestingly enough, Signage on display at the Link location says the brand is opening two new locations, locations? <laughs> two new locations on the Strip this fall. No word where, but those of you craving cupcakes in the meanwhile are reminded that McCarran still has four cupcake APMs. Never, never been there. That was my favorite part of walking the Link. Getting a, getting getting an ATM. <laughs> really? I just like the idea that it was an ATM with cupcakes. <laughs> And it had a beautiful storefront. It was really yeah. cute. No, it was cute. I guess part of it for me, I mean, I'm not really a desserts person, and usually if I am, it has to be something chocolate. Yeah. So for me, like, well, randomly walking, going, oh, I don't know if I'm going to buy this. Cupcake. Mm-hmm. ATM for cupcakes. <laughs> it's, it's a cool, kitschy thing. I get it. But, you know, they're overpriced cupcakes. And I will know. say, though, I will say, since they opened In-N-Out Burger at the link, the smell of In-N-Out Burger really overtakes the cupcake place, which is directly next door. Right. So I think that probably didn't help them. Okay. As a local, are you a fan of In-N-Out Burger? Hell yeah. I, I don't In-N-Out get it. Burger. I, I it. do not get it. It is the slow as fuck. It's a standard fucking burger. Like, there's nothing special about it. They're, I don't get it. They're literally cutting the fries in front of you before they fry them. Of course it's slow as fuck, but hello, it's fresh. I still never eaten. What? Every time I go by, the lines around the building, and I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. First of all, that's going to stop before the summer is done. We're going to In-N-Out. We'll go at a day at a time <laughs> that I know so there will be a line. One of our lunch dates, we're going to yes. skip our, our Yelp list, and we're going to go to Hell, In-N-Out. Yes, we are. I had no idea. But I will say to you that In-N-Out, yes, it's amazing. What I love the most about it is, yes, the food is good, but it's cheap. It's still cheap. Like, you get yeah. a full meal for, like, $6. Versus, oh, wow. yeah, versus with drink, with fries, fries, and, and burgers. You can get that like at most fast food places. Not Come the quality, on. Not the quality. And it's, uh, and it's not made right in front of you. It's not coming out of a prepackaged thing. You know, it's made right there. Mm-hmm. That, But I will say it's not always my first uh, choice for a burger here. I do like Shake Shack quite a bit. Uh, yeah, I ate at Shake Shack once and got sick. So that's oh, well, that's list. not good. Never yeah, mind. No. No, no, there's no reason to go for me to yeah. go back on there's that There's a lot one. of other burger options, but that's right. just the go-to because it's freaking cheap. You can eat a whole, whole family for like $42, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. I, like, I like Jack in the Box. <laughs> Ew, <laughs> wow, really? Yeah. Well, not for burgers. Okay, but, good. I yeah. like their curly fries. I do like their curly fries. Yeah. All right, that's going to do it for news. Let's move into prop bets. For those of you that are unfamiliar, prop bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. First up, Peter Vegas reports that Italian restaurant Ambra will take the place formerly home to Famia 
at MGM Grand. Plans are to open this summer in the space located across from Morimoto's, near Craft Steak and Emerald's New Orleans Fish House. I can never find any of those things in can the fucking MGM. Can I tell you I'm sure I said it wrong. I've gotten into a before. <laughs> 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 like, uh, it's probably a good thing they're closing that place down. I just, they should probably burn it, to be honest with you. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I've got to do a lot of trouble in Fiamma. It was really good, though. I'd never eaten there. See, here's where I would pay for the video that is inevitably out there. There is definitely a video out there. I'm not going to lie. Listen, you grow up in Vegas, you get yourself into trouble a little bit here and there. <laughs> well, of course. Why would you not? Recently submitted plans for the Drew, a.k.a. Fountain Blue, called for the conversion of the condos planned for the project in favor of making all the rooms available to guests. Despite making little to no visible progress on the project since purchasing it, plans are to open the Drew in 2022. I don't think so either. I mean, I would like it to, but I, I don't I'm actually concerned at this point that it's too big, and at some point they're just going to destroy it and come up with something else. Like, it's it's lasted too long. Like, I thought this would be something that once the economy rebounded, everybody would be like, fuck yeah, man, it's almost done. We're yeah. going to get in there, finish this motherfucker. It'll be cheap. And uh, Yeah, it's the fact that you've had now, well, I mean, Icon doesn't count, but that now that you have this this kind of an owner who wants to do things and then they're not making an effort, like, Dude, you're almost done, and Resort World is is yeah coming up. Like, go for it yeah. at this point. So I, think, I don't I don't think it's gonna. Be I anything. think I agree with you. I, I it's it's almost like it has an omen on that building. It has just never ever progressed. And it's yeah. well, and it's it, one of the problems with all of these buildings becoming high rises is the the view keeps getting ruined. Um, yeah. Depending on where you're at, like you used to have an amazing view, and now you've got this giant building in front of you, and like <laughs> circus, circus, oh. those four people. Oh my god! There's a great view of the clown. Right. <laughs> so I'm sorry. I was trying to find it because Vital Vegas posted a picture before, basically like major um, Vegas fails, and I think referring back to the Red Rocks fireworks that got canceled, like. Fourth of July fireworks. Which was such a silly thing. It was right paperwork. Before. They didn't. They didn't fill right. out paperwork. They didn't properly. get permits. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. So that was canceled. So he, he nice. Nice work on your vendors yeah. there, Red Rock. Thanks. <laughs> right. Back in, I can't apologize for it anymore. I don't work there. Well, so actually, I, that was what I looked at when Mark was giving me a hard time. Is they just announced that they're going to redo the fireworks Saturday night, tomorrow night, and Typical the the <laughs> company that was producing the fireworks issued an apology and said this is entirely our fault. It was nothing to do with Red Rock Resorts. All that. Come back and better. But anyway, he had posted a picture of other fails, and one of them was a, a billboard in front of Fontaine Blue that said, "Well, this was quite the shit show, wasn't it?" Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so I thought I don't know if that billboard was ever actually. No, there, no, it wasn't there. And here's here's the thing about Scott. So for one, anytime April first is around, I believe absolutely nothing that he says. Oh yeah. Of course. Number two, I only believe half of anything that he says might be happening because you can't fucking tell if he's kidding. He's really good at it. He's really good at it. Like, there, as a matter of fact, he said one of his proudest moments was he had he had a joke story that came out there, and I reported it on the show thinking it was fucking real until <laughs> he told me. He was like, my proudest ass. moment, my proudest moment. And I'm like, you're a dick. I will never Such trust you again. <laughs> Caesars, the new company name for the merged companies formerly known as El Dorado Resorts and Caesars Entertainment, a port appointed eight people to the board of directors, four of which have ties to Carl Icahn. Including the CEO. Well, so at least it's not Icon himself. And while he is a corporate rapist, he does also own stock in companies like Apple and 
you know, like good companies that just fucking yeah, make money. Yeah, but he money. hasn't bullied them to get a seat on the board. He tried. Well, he tried uh, to do something with Apple, and they were like, "Fuck off." Yeah, good luck with that. Yeah, but yeah, you're you're right. He didn't he didn't bully his way in there. But listen, I don't have a problem with aggressive takeovers. I don't have a problem with with do like like what do they call it? It's uh, um, activist investors. I hate that word. No, it. Whatever it is, like if you see the opportunity and you're a smart investor, Kerkorian did it all the time. Yeah. You just dive in there and you get it because you can fucking do it better. Well, if you can do Don't it better, get that's in there one and thing. fucking destroy a company yeah. and fucking put all these people out of jobs just so you can make a couple more billion. I'm sorry, the the 50 you already have isn't doing it for you. Well established. Like Carl that. Icahn, you are a cunt. Can I tell you about the time that I worked with Carl Icahn? Not directly, but I was at the Stratosphere for my first casino job. Oh. I am when I was riveted, Joe. Ish, 17 or 18, I worked at the front desk, right. and there was five or six occasions that my paycheck could not be cashed. They did not. Got oh. turned down at the bank oh. to cash my paycheck when I was 17, 18, 19 years old, whatever it was, because for whatever reason, at the time, Stratosphere didn't have enough money in their funds to pay the paycheck. That's not Why good. did other people not re- revolt over this? I know I wasn't the only one. Right. I don't know, but yeah. That's always not good. That was... I used to work for that. It was always the biggest fear, like paychecks cannot like, Whatever, whatever financial situation the franchisee might be in, you cannot let the paycheck come. You have to pay. We will, we right. will make sure. Well, no, and we'll make sure we'll bail you out because then it had an effect on the whole broader sure. business. Because if one, you know, location couldn't pay their employees, and it's like, oh. yeah, but yeah. Either confirming this is definitely going to happen, or further ensconcing themselves in this elaborate ruse. Travelzork reported that Resorts World has signed a 20-year agreement with NV Energy. Current projections call for the property to open in 2020. I never realized the initials for Nevada were Envy. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> I like that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at this point, I think Resorts World is actually going to happen, whether it's a success or not, is that TBD. Yeah, limping along, but yeah. <laughs> I there. still don't fucking get... How they settled with Wynn. I don't it either. still looks exactly like Wynn. Yeah, we just drove by there yesterday, and it, you're looking at it, and like, other than the red end caps that are on the yeah. end of it, the, the gold bands are still there. It's like, I don't, don't My understand. only guess is they've somehow shown them, like, no, 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 no. We're going to have a giant building wrap that'll cover it all. And, and, and we've already paid for all this glass, so please let us install all this glass. It's going to look just like your property. We'll put this wrap over it before we open. I, yeah, I can't wait to see how they do that. Can you imagine a, a fucking full building wrap? Yeah, I can because I've done them. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to tell you, though, maybe, and I mean, this is probably not not wishful thinking but being snarky on my part. Okay. Maybe Steve Wynn's getting a little distracted to, like, really care about that, you know, that little lawsuit. Oh, well, he's out. No, I know, but, I'm, you know, maybe, like, it happened. Maybe the actual lawsuit or whatever was going on with these windows was happening in the midst of, nightmare that occurred and maybe they just got a little distracted and well, decided to just I, well no it happened after it that happened whole after thing no. had happened but, yeah. but I do think it's probably the uh, the the new CEO who doesn't really know oh no that's yeah, doing. Oh, fell in through the cracks that boy's yeah. doggy paddling trying he's, to save his life he's, he's treading water trying to figure out which okay, is what really the sad because this. they sold him as as wins protege or something and you're like Jesus Christ you aren't a yeah. fucking shadow you aren't the dirt on the bottom of the foot that steps that was Steve Wynn although didn't he make the decision to um, not tear up the golf course which I, and put I, it back? I did so here's one so of that things, was a, that was a good one. here's one of the things I respect the fuck out of business people when they go okay okay we fucked up we realized we tried something it didn't work we will admit that it didn't work. I respect the shit out of that right. so that was 
probably one of the few things that I'm like, all right, I, I, I totally get it. Hey. I, I get where you're going with it. With bailing on Win West? Um, I don't know about that idea. Yeah. Putting out fires. He's got a fire hose in his hand at all times. Yes, he does. The, the windows just maybe weren't priority. Well, they settled a lawsuit, so they must have decided on something. <laughs> New SLS Sahara owner Alex Morello was approved to take over majority ownership of the Arizona Coyotes and New Celtics. Morello has a track record of turning around struggling operations, including the company that's currently owned by Celeste. Oh, you already have a hockey team, so I but Ovegas is reporting that MGM is now experimenting with the idea of requiring a player to have a player's club card to get comp drinks at the bar with bar top game. Yes, please. Yeah, duh. I, that seems fair. Like, so many ideas. If you're like, well, if you want free parking, you got to have a player's club card. Like, yeah. That fun. seems really fair. Yeah. How easy it is to get a player's club card. Right. It was announced recently. Probably not this week. <laughs> that Maybe. Shania Twain. Maybe. <laughs> The Shania Twain will return to Las Vegas for a 23-show residency, this time at Zappos Theater at Planet Hollywood. Shows begin December 6th and will follow the Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday formula through December 18th and have additional runs in March, May, and June 2020. Tickets start at $70. Would you want to go see her? Not really. I kind of would. Especially, I mean, in Zappos. I mean, I, I probably would have preferred to see her in the Coliseum, but Zappos is a great venue. I mean, I, I, I would... I mean, I only know, like, songs from her from that brief time where she was huge. 90s, 2000s. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then... Same. Feel like a woman. And well, and I know, in fairness to her, she did have to step out because she was having some medical issues. It was like Lyme's sing. disease yep. or something. It was some well, she couldn't sing. Yeah. yeah, she couldn't sing. So, you know, the fact that she's got right. to come back and her. she's doing these songs, I'm super proud of her. I just don't know any of her new music. I don't think she's singing a ton of her music. I don't new think music. it's all new. I think it's her, her hits. But yeah. I, I'm just not even a huge... I mean, she's great. I'm just not a huge fan. I don't know if I... Well, not to mention we've got to put all our money, our, our, our disposable income toward fucking Lady Gaga tickets. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's, Sorry, Shania. That's, that's next on the, the list. <laughs> Access to premium content is available at patreon.com slash 360vegas. A monthly subscription will give you access to the enhanced version of the podcast, often with bonus content, exclusive podcasts like 360 Vintage Vegas, 360 Origins, 360 Vegas Movies, insider information on all things 360 Vegas, 360 Vegas Vacation, and early access to everything. To subscribe, simply go to patreon.com slash 360Vegas. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Or you can find a link to Patreon on our blog, 360VegasPodcast.com. Construction on Las Vegas Stadium hit a snag last week when a recently installed canopy truss had to be removed after crews were unable to work around it. The truss was reinstalled later in the week, Challenge isn't expected to impact the planned July 31st, 2020 open. To be fair, I think that happened a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it was like way. three. But it was still pretty cool. It was like, oh no, we got a problem. Like, just take it off. We'll, we'll put our shit in there and you just put it right back on. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anything's going to delay that. I'm going to tell you that right now. In fact, I think it's going to be much sooner than July. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm pretty. Yeah. I mean, when you consider the, the fucking round the clock construction mm -hmm. Vegas is used to, if there is a hint. That they aren't going to be on, they'll fucking pay double time. They'll bring in new well, guys. Yeah. And I'll be honest, like if you look at construction now, like on Resorts World and some of the other ones, it's moving super slowly. The stadium is the priority. They have to have that ready for when Fuck the Raiders, yes, yeah. the Raiders opening day. I mean that that's let's be honest, that is going to. And here's here's the thing that I'm I'm concerned about. 
if the fucking retards who are making all these stupid decisions that I know I'm not supposed to say that, but <laughs> so PC, Mark, so PC, love it. They all know what I mean. You do, you. Boo. And if and if you don't like me, don't listen. I don't give a shit. <laughs> but, uh, I lost my. I lost Especially my challenged people who are creating it. Yes. <laughs> See, but let's not degrade those people. Like, those people are, are mentally challenged. They are. These are just fucking retards. Idiots. I see your point. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't try and claim a slang word that we use to, to speak ill of other people. <laughs> Wait, what the fuck was my point? I don't oh, know. Oh, um, the construction on that thing is, is like, wh- where was it? That we, it was Luxor. If you want to see this thing fucking up close, go to Luxor's parking garage. Yeah. It looks like you could jump into it. It looks that close. It's, it's crazy. Awesome. It is. It's really close to it. Cool. Flights, the double entendre aeronautical theme and cuisine delivery concept, has now opened at Planet Hollywood in the Miracle Mile shop. You'll find it in the space formerly home to Cheeseburger Las Vegas near the V Theater. A signature drink available at Flights includes the Miracle on the Hudson that features a floating plane in said drink. They got to drink around the plane? That Sully guy. Well, I don't think you have to drink around. I think you just take it out. <laughs> then you, like, suck all the alcohol off, off of, of it. it. I mean, yeah. then you look like, then it turns into a whole other double entendre. It's a whole thing, yeah. It's like, yeah. So then this it's was well entendre. thought out. Yeah. Quadruple entendre. Right. <laughs> exactly. I, yeah. I don't know. That's not high on my list of places to try. Really? No. As much as you love flight in Memphis. But, but that's the difference, because... Unless you, the menus change, because you told me this wasn't the same concept. No, but it's still flights of things, just not, just not yeah, maybe exactly I'll have to look at like, it again. yeah. Because the, the restaurant in Memphis was, was killer. That's, I, I'm sure we've talked about it, but if anyone else is going to, you could get flights of food. Literally every salad. In addition oh salad. to flights. You could get flights of, of salad. So they offered everything in a full-size portion yeah. and then a third size. Awesome. And you could mix and match. I think you told me about this when we first met. So I know you love this place. Oh, yeah. Because I, I almost... I vividly familiar. remember yeah. you telling me about this thing. Let's see if they'd open up one here. They and should. Then boom. Now they probably did or didn't. Was no, it no it's a place just named. It's named oh. Flight. It's not the Th- same. That one was just Flight. Got it. Um, but yeah, we keep thinking, why don't they come out here? Because the food, on top of the concept being cool, <laughs> yeah, it was really phenomenal. Good. I have uh, an idea for your shit. next career. You could call them and tell them you'll be the person that heads up them coming out here. And you can I could run there. I could run there. Uh, yeah, it's worth so. a shot. <laughs> I'm I mean, always thinking for you. Might as well give it a try. Why not? <laughs> Nothing else is happening. Right. Wayne Newton testified in the trial against one of the accused that he fired a gunshot into the air to scare away. Burglars. God, I constructed this sentence yeah. horribly. Yeah. All right. Hold on. Let me, let me get it. You can do it. I can do it. Wayne Newton testified in the trial against one of the accused burglars that he fired a shot into the air to scare them away while they were attempting to rob his home in 2015. This is the second time the home was robbed in a 10-day span. If you would have saw that sentence. That was well done. I want to give you credit. <laughs> very, very well done. I'm very proud of you. I live five minutes away from Wayne Newton's house now. Shenandoah um, or his new house? Well, Shenandoah. Is this okay. a different house? Because he said 2015. He so lives. Assuming for, sorry. So from my understanding, he lives on the property, not in that mansion Correct. anymore. Correct. Yeah, because right. they're doing tours and stuff through the right. mansion right. now. So, But anyway, but... Um, it, Surprising to me, it's actually a really cool little area, and the and it's a monstrosity. How the hell is someone breaking in? There's cameras everywhere. It's a massive yeah, place. Yeah, I, like, I don't. How is that even happening? Somebody had a really dumb idea. They were in Vegas and had a dumb idea. Right. I, I know what I'm gonna do. 
Heidel Vegas is reporting that there are no plans to reinstall the speed roller coaster that used to exist at the Sahara before it was renovated into SLS. And this makes me sad. <laughs> really? It does. It's like if we're going to do a, the, the Sahara, and I know it's not still going to be the same Sahara as before and whatever's going to happen, but if we're going to do something like that, you got to try to peek back to what it once was. Okay. Peek back to it. Oh, okay, so I would argue with mountains of uh, <laughs> historical data behind me. I'm sure you're correct, but it still makes me sad. That when the roller coaster was there, that wasn't anywhere near the heights of Sahara. <laughs> that was, that was, as it was very similar to the roller coaster, that was it cascading down at a 90 degree angle. I agree, <laughs> but I mean, we could have a roller coaster on both sides of see, the strip. Come but on. What I would like to see is the Sahara I never got to see. I would like to see a classy version of it, you know, when it was fucking Sahara. Agreed, agreed. It just makes me sad because it's like, well, what else are they not going to do? That's gonna, you know what I mean? But I think that um, I kind of agree with Mark on this. I, I get the roller coaster, but I feel like the roller coaster and the rides and stuff were more towards that era when sure. Vegas was trying to be family, family friendly. oriented Yeah, totally. And I think that what... What it seems like they're trying to do with Sahara is to bring back some of that dignity to the name, which I is like so. a grand thing. And I don't think a coaster fits in You're with that. absolutely right. I, w I definitely agree with both of you. I think for me, the part that, that matters is that it was there when I was growing up uh -huh. here. So that's the only Sahara I know. Yeah, <laughs> right. So for you to not dip back to what I knew feels a little like bit... Like, that's what I want. But I totally agree with you. If, it's, if they're going to go cool and bring back the vintage vibe and do, do it right, I'll be all in. All yeah. in. But it's still for a minute, it's I do kind of because I remember that roller coaster was supposed they were supposed to be where where they had the other giant observation yeah. wheel. It was going to be installed in there. So now it's just kind of like, can we just install it somewhere? Like we've got lots of fucking land all over the place. Can we can we just set this up, please? Can we just sell it to a millionaire to put it into his backyard and get over it? Like let's just be done. Let's right. Lonnie Hannah McGrin the shit let's out of this go. thing. Let's let it go. Let's let it go. It's over. Yes, that was a total old school Vegas reference. If you didn't catch it. No, Lonnie Please, still. Lonnie Grant. No, but growing up, I literally lived next door. Saw his backyard craziness. Get out of here. Yeah, not next door, but it was like a block away. But still, saw his craziness. So like, you know, Lonnie hammered the shit out of we that. Seriously, we gotta somehow <laughs> find a way for your empire to run itself, just so we can get on fucking audio all of the amazing experiences you oh, had. Oh, it's planned, sir. It's planned, and thank you for caring. I know. I was I was interluding <laughs> to it. I've already written some things. <laughs> We're going to carve been, out some He's time. been taking notes. She's seen it. <laughs> she's, she's read it. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a Patreon special at some point. Woohoo! It's true. Vital Vegas is reporting that Lady Gaga has extended her residency at Park MGM an additional two years. Not surprising. Details and dates are forthcoming. Why would she not? It's money, money, money. It's, yeah, it's, exactly. I, know, I mean, she's getting like $500 a ticket, man. It's amazing. Yeah. I mean, and she's killing it. Everybody is talking about it. Like, if, if Celine set the bar of like, no, no, right. no, it's a cool hip yes. thing. Lady Guy was like, oh, let me just own this fucking shit. Well, and if you think about it, she was so well known for her stage shows when she was yes. touring, like the stuff she would do. Now, they don't have to tear this shit down every day and build it back up. Right? They can make it permanent and fix it in. Can you imagine what she can do well, and, without and having her, to? Think about like the Super Bowl show. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, okay. Why don't you just set something up that stays here? Like, you know that girl's like, Okay, so what is some shit that could only happen if we were here? Right. We just stayed here. What right. rafter can I fly in from? Right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> what can I catch on fire? Exactly. Right. Yeah. SBE brand ownership filed a lawsuit against current owners of SLS Vegas for unpaid licensing fees for the use of the SLS name 
to the tune of $450,000. As expected, the rumor that Rio would be demolished to make way for an MLB stadium has fallen through. Now it's being reported that that project will relocate to the South Strip down by the South Pole. How much do you think? I, I don't really give a shit about baseball, but obviously <laughs> people would come, similar sure. to football yeah. and, and hockey. Well, because there's a like a boatload of people that have like a mission to hit every ballpark. So, so here is my question: If this Major League Baseball stadium gets built South Strip, is North Strip dead? Is it done? Is the revitalization of North Strip over? Everybody starts moving down south. There's a fucking baseball stadium there. I don't think so. No? No. I mean, there's too much history. I also think that, first of all, who knows if this is even going to effing happen. But down by the south yeah, point, it's not, it's that far, yeah. come on, you got a whole yeah. lot of space between the end of the strip at Mandalay and south point. So mm -hmm. even no matter where they put it, you've got a whole, it's like missing teeth. I mean, you think know about what it, I mean? it's, it's almost like there's dead space there, yeah. like there's dead space between Wynn and whatever's next. I mean, so it's it's similar, but at least between Wynn and Stratosphere, you've got other oddities yeah. and, and sightseeing and stuff you're, to see. You're There's, in the vicinity. Right. Yeah. right. This is miles down the road, and it, it literally is going to look like missing teeth. You're going to have South Point, and you're going to have an MLB stadium. Okay, there's two teeth. Then you got four or five missing teeth in a row. <laughs> oh, and then now we're at, now we're at Town Square. Great. Then you got two or three more missing teeth. Oh, now we're at Mandalay Bay. Like, come on, it's like a gap to smile. We don't need that. <laughs> No Vegas Gap Tooth. Yeah, like no thanks. I, like I don't think. Hey, we're gonna go head out down to the to the Gap Tooth. You guys want to come? <laughs> Which tooth are you gonna be hanging out at? I mean, seriously though, think about that. Plus, just being in real estate, to a lot of developers about the land and stuff. And right. I actually recently spoke to somebody who was looking to develop that exact land that they're talking about, or at least one of those spaced out teeth we're talking about, right. to develop another casino, which I don't think is a good idea because I don't think there's another casino down there. But right. um, that land's being looked at for a hundred different. So, who knows? Yep. Yeah. And lastly, despite earlier reports, or perhaps because I inferred that they were already complete, 360 Vegas FHE confirms that the SLS signage and the Pocazarian statue are still in use at the property recently announced to return to the iconic Sahara name. Although, we did see that they were starting to tear down um, one of the back Yesterday, signs. Yesterday, one of the yeah. back signs was so. starting to come down. But yeah, I thought, I forget who it was that reported it or said that the... The, the Pocazarian statue, if I like that term, was already down, but it's not. Yeah, it's, it's, not. it's still there. It's just it's creepy so as ever. Weird. Just There's just a level of narcissism that gets dangerous. <laughs> well, that's what he thinks of himself. Like, if that's his image of well, himself, that's kind of scary. Well, and think about, think about all the things this guy's done. SLS, the entire brand he came up with, he named it after his Mercedes. He couldn't come up with a name. And he was driving an SLS, so and and they made up some bullshit about what it means, like style, luxury, and service, or something. Like, no, it's your fucking Mercedes, is what it is. <laughs> well, and then, well, no, I guess he didn't name the restaurant Cleo after his girlfriend. She's just the model she happens for to be named it. Yeah. Cleo. I mean, no, she oh. was, yeah, she she was yeah she was the, the, she was model, the model of but it. That wasn't and, where the name came from. And then this this Pocazarian statue is like, oh, my friend's gonna say I'm like this way. Don't ever tell that story to anyone. <laughs> nope, nobody cares, bro. Good story, bro. Right. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> and that's going to do it for news and prop bets. Let's move on to coming attractions.
Contractions is the par- portion of the show where we share with you acts and artists outside of the usual residencies that will be performing in Vegas in the future. First up, Heart is performing at the Pearl at Palms Sunday, September 8th. Show starts at 7 p.m. Tickets start at $325. That's, that's insane. I was ahead of you on that watch because I was reading ahead. No. Like, yeah, no, that's what fine. In the he- that's Paul McCartney money. That, there is no effing way I would pay to see Heart for uh, more than a hundred dollars. I, I like Heart, but what? Oh yeah, it's no. entirely possible that's that that Turner, what they had right? done is like whatever site that this was on. Like they had all their maybe maybe they were only displaying the VIP packages or something at the time. Okay, because that's the one Which thing that I've said. Me feel way better. I have that. no <laughs> fucking patience for Ticketmaster or fucking Trying to search Amex. Yeah, because yeah. you're like, oh oh, so I know someone's going to be playing there. How much are those tickets going to cost? Oh, that's TBD. But like, just fucking tell me yeah. how much the fucking ticket is going to cost. I get I can't buy it now. I get that. So if you don't give it to me, I'll just be like, yep, yeah, they didn't tell me. I don't know. This is the only package available, and it's three twenty-five. Right? Scare everybody off. You I brought this on yourself. I don't need that collector's uh, wristband. Thanks, though. Appreciate <laughs> it. 13 cents. Cake and Ben Folds are performing at the Joint at Hard Rock Tuesday, September 10th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $41. That's more like it. I would. I would. Ben Folds. Entertain would, the yeah. idea of going to go see Ben Folds. Yeah. I mean, I'm bummed that he's not with Ben Folds 5, but I mean, let's be honest, it was just his buddies and, and right. he was kind of creating all of it. So. Right. Assuming he, he still can sing those songs. He would hope, yeah. Yeah. Mary J. Blige is performing at the Joint at Hard Rock Friday and Saturday, August 16th and 17th. Shows start at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $42. Oh, that, that yeah. Good. <laughs> I'm going to that one. Mary J. Blige. I don't care. I'm going to that one. If you sincerely <laughs> go to that, I, w- I we would. We have to go. Yeah. Okay. I've seen her once. I've seen her once. Actually, you were with me, Karen. Yeah. That's when we saw Boys to Men. Mm-hmm. They had uh, Montel Jordan and uh, Mary J. Blige and Boys to Men. Right. And finally, Seal is performing at the Pearl at Palms on Friday, July 19th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $46. <laughs> I think it was Family Guy that said, well, I, you know, I, I, I wonder why Heidi Klum broke up with Seal. And they're like, face. <laughs> <laughs> Well, she had four kids, so apparently it wasn't bothering yeah. her that much. Yeah, but you can do that in the dark. Right. So. <laughs> I'm not making any comments. <laughs> I will get myself into or, trouble. Or, or from behind, so it, you know, right. she wouldn't have to look at it. <laughs> this is like, do you know how bad I want to say something right now? And, that, and that's, how it, that's how the relationship ran. Like, once they ran through all those I don't have to look at your face positions, they're like, this isn't going to work any longer. Yeah. And, and that's when he started beating her. Oh my <laughs> <laughs> too often, I'm the instigator in the joke. All right, don't forget, you can find t- links to purchase tickets to these and all the artists we report on on our coming attractions calendar on the blog. <laughs> That, that might be this week's. T- uh, we broke Lacey. Face. You didn't even pause and say it. The face. That's the face. <laughs> I keep going back to the beginning. <laughs> so funny. Hard to do. The face. <laughs> I think, I think we know the title of this week's show. <laughs> oh, my cheeks are... <laughs> Ow. 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, this is the show. This is what. This is exactly what we created it for. <laughs> oh my god. I'm sorry. I mean, the, all of the rest of it was great, but I don't know. I got stuck in the first time. Sorry. Family Guy has some really good writers. Yes, they do. Face. <laughs> all right. Let's check the river. So this week in the river, we have another 360 FHE for you. This is our opportunity to go out and explore the ever-changing landscape of Las Vegas and share the experience with you. This week, Karen and Alistair went out and explored Restaurant Week. Karen, why don't you why don't you tell us about that? I'm gonna I'm gonna go get a drink while you do. Because <laughs> talking about food is the least interesting thing to me. But I know I am vastly in the minority when it comes to that. So. Yeah, so this actually was our first our first year here for Restaurant Week. Because actually, Lacey, we were here house hunting last year. That's right. Yes. Um, it was going on. And, of course, with Mark, I couldn't go look at restaurants. And you didn't realize that you had a foodie friend in me yet. I didn't so. know that yet. So Restaurant Week actually runs for two weeks, yeah. which is awesome. A little dangerous, but it's awesome. And actually, it started on Wednesday. Christina and I went to a local restaurant called Flower Child, which I was a little concerned about, thinking the name is very hippie. Right. They do have vegan and vegetarian food, but they also have, like, I had a steak bowl. Oh, nice. Um, so I highly recommend anyone, locals, or if you have a chance, it's out here in the Red Rock area to give it a try. Really reasonably priced, too. So, like, they have their nice. regular menu has where you can pick three. I don't want to say they're sides, but they're, like, small plate kind of thing. Nice. You can pick okay. three for seven bucks. What? Yeah. It, it, it's, I mean, the deal is incredible. And, they, and that wasn't just for the No, that's their week. regular menu. Nice. Yeah, so Christina and I went, and both of us ate. Um, we had soup. We had our entree, which was like the entree in three sides. Okay. And a dessert for Cookie and a house-made drink. So either like their uh, their house-made peas or a glass of wine or a beer. And it was 40 bucks. All in. All in. All in wow. for both of us. Yeah, so it was a really great deal. God for restaurant week. I know. <laughs> so there was that. And then um, I ended up going to Rose Rabbit Lie with our dear friends, um, Brian and Tanya. They yep. were in town. Brian and Tanya love Vegas. And my first time there, I will say it was a, a great experience. The food was phenomenal. She meant to put an at in front of Brian. Tanya at love Brian Vegas. and Tanya love Vegas. Yeah, at Brian and Tanya. That's Just right. a random thing. Like, they love Vegas. Like, okay, well, okay yeah, that's her Twitter <laughs> handle. I forget the at sometimes. But they, the food was incredible. But it's a supper club. Mm-hmm. And the, for me, the music was way too loud. Again, I hadn't yeah. seen Brian and Tanya. Well, I hadn't seen them in three weeks because they were here for Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> they I was like, did they stay the whole time? It's, it's, like, <laughs> it's like Alistair. <laughs> yeah, right. He's back again. I literally thought they stayed from the last Vegas vacation until now. <laughs> no, they did have to go back and do some work. But yeah, so they were out here. And it just, you couldn't carry on a conversation. And plus, I was also avoiding the, the singers kind of walk around and try to interact with yeah. people at the table. And I'm just like, you know, staring directly at Brian or at Tanya. I'm not looking up. I'm like, leave me alone. I yeah. don't want you coming over and singing in my ear or anything. Would but you go back? I know you said the food was incredible, but because of that experience, would you go back? I would, but I might ask them to seat me at the quietest table oh, possible. That's a good point, yeah. You know, definitely not in the bar because yeah. the bar was loud. But it was kind of interesting. They have, um, like, dividers. Have you been there before? So here's the thing. So I've, I've seen the place. Okay. I've, when Cosmo opened, I got to go before it was open and all this cool stuff. And right. then when I was doing stuff with Cirque, you know, there was a lot of interaction with all the shows and stuff mm-hmm. and people in town, in town. And there was a show being run out of there at that time. Okay. So yeah. And they tied in with the 
dinner club. So people who went to dinner typically bought like a dinner and then they went to the show. Dinner and the show package. So I've never eaten there, okay. but I remember it vividly being extremely noisy yeah. and, and meant to be very club-like atmosphere. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It, it definitely was. Yeah. Um, but the food was phenomenal, so to me that's worth going back. Okay, Definitely. Cool. So then Alistair gets to town, and the first place we hit up was Zuma, which is also in Cosmo. It's an Asian restaurant. Mm-hmm. Everything we had on the menu was fantastic, delicious again. Yeah. I don't know that I would go back because the the restaurant week menu was kind of a nice guide to what to eat. Oh. Their regular menu is expansive. Like, like too you many wouldn't pay, even like know like where to start. Cheesecake, cheesecake factory. factory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like, why is there an ad for a Ben's and in the middle of my food? Yeah. And if you don't, if you're not familiar with all the different types of Asian food, right. you might not know what it is just looking at it to be able to say, this is what I want to get. It's not very Americanized Asian food. No, it, it is, it is it. not, but it was, it was phenomenal. The That's food cool. was delicious. Then we went to, we did another local spot that you and I went to. We went to Eat, oh, which is place. E-A-T-T. There is an Eat restaurant that's downtown. Um, this is that's a different E-A-T. one. Right, yeah. that's just E-A-T. This is E-A-T-T. It's a local place out here. <laughs> you do have to, they're very different from one another, so it's very they good. They are. To, yeah. I know. I, Both I, good. I just like the idea that, like, going, yes, sir, we're going to open an Eat in here. But like, well, we already got an Eat. Like, what if we throw Add an extra T? Yeah. <laughs> that is totally different. Right. But done. T for totally different. Totally different. <laughs> But Eat uh, focuses on fresh and healthy foods. They also have vegan and vegetarian stuff. Great menu. Um, yeah, phenomenal menu. The food was delicious and fresh. It's a tiny place. It only seats 60 people. Yeah. But it's super cute, delicious. It's not necessarily a value. It's kind of a pricey place for lunch. Definitely. But the food was phenomenal. So that was our, me getting Alistair out to do the locals bit. Was it cheaper for the for the restaurant week, though? Did they have a deal? It was, or was, a, it was a $20 menu. So it was three oh. courses for 20 So okay. we each had... Um, a soup, a sandwich, and uh, a dessert. Were they um, largely proportionate? Oh to god, they were what huge. Were paying? Oh, oh so they, they were, were big. Oh, I, I brought like three quarters of my sandwich home. Oh, it was oh. a full bowl of soup. Our fridge at the end yeah. of the week was fucking full. Of no, it wasn't because I kept eating what I had the night before for lunch. I kept rotating. All right, well, I, so that's I why saw I gained twenty pounds that that, <laughs> that two week period. Um, so then we went to Cananita. Where is that? Which is in Venetian. It's a Mexican oh. restaurant in Venetian. It's kind of right off the food court. Delicious. Highly recommend authentic it. Authentic Mexican food or yes. Americanized? No, it, it was authentic. Like small street tacos that are like wrapped in So the, the corn tortillas yeah. that fall apart in your hands. <laughs> yes, that's so, authentic. Well, yeah. so what was on the, the restaurant week menu, I had a pork fagole soup, which was incredible. And then I got whatever their, their pork with um, chicharrones. It was like pork over rice with vegetables and crumbs and like a, it wasn't a chimichurri sauce, but it was a green sauce yeah, on top of it. Yeah, that's not Americanized. No. Tough. I mean, it's probably a little bit, but it's yeah. dead. That's cool. But it was, I mean, it was absolutely delicious. Oh, different than anything else you'd see in other That's right. cool. I'm glad right. to hear that. We did that, and then we went to Anse. We, we did. That was, that was last. We went to Anse, which is the Peruvian restaurant that's in Palazzo. And it looks like it's spelled once. Once? Yeah. But it's Anse. Christina had to educate me that that's actually a number. It's, it's 11 in Spanish. It and is. I was like, well, oh. my, my education never got me past 10. I, did, I so didn't know I that it was spelled like once, though. I think yeah. I, my education didn't show me how to spell things in Spanish, but I did know that once, <laughs> once, once is yeah. a... Right. Yeah, that got up to about 15. <laughs> Again, everything, everything was fabulous. So awesome. Everything in the meal. We actually sat up at the bar for that one, which was great because we're kind of laughing with the bartender and they're bringing yeah. stuff out, so... Highly recommend Anse if you want to go back there. Or once, for those of you who know how to read. <laughs> but it has the little, the little um, 
It's not an asterisk, but the little the c- ax- the accent, the accent yeah. over the C. So that's how you know. Once. 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 <laughs> 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 I, mean, I feel like I'm missing something. I know you went to Haleo. Didn't you go Haleo, to... Um, I think Haleo was the last place we went because we did that on Thursday. Because on Friday, he came here and we recorded the show. So yeah, we did Haleo. And Haleo was the best bargain out of all of them. So where most of the restaurant week menus, you... You know, you had like first course, second course, third course, and you got to pick one right. from each. You got everything on the menu. Oh my god! Each person got every single item, so it ended up being like nine courses for fifty bucks. Person, a person. Holy it crap. wasn't even an eighty dollars. So restaurant week had like lunches were either twenty or thirty dollars. Right. Dinners were fifty or eighty. So it wasn't even an eighty dollar one. It was fifty dollars for Haleo for like eight different things. Oh my god! It was. It was. Of course, it was the best way to end it. You could not go to Haleo. So. I don't remember you telling me about any others, but I do know that I was really jealous during the entire uh, week, <laughs> weeks. Well, you were supposed week. to go with us to Rose Rabbit Lie, and you were sick. I was sick, so thanks for uh, traveling, Lacey, and getting sick again. But uh, <laughs> next year, it's going to be on my calendar in advance. Oh, so yeah. I'm going to make sure we're gonna that block I block off like, the whole two weeks. Yeah, for sure. No, I'm so glad you went, though. And I was actually kind of living vicariously through you as you were updating on it was, it was a blast. It was a great way to try new restaurants that I had never been to before and get great deals on ones that I have. I do have to say, though, when I, I first found out that it was restaurant week and I spent it to Mark, I'm like, oh, my God, it starts on the 17th. And I'm like, and Bizarre Meat has a, a you know a dinner menu. He swore up and down. He was already bracing for me, like, okay, she's going to go to Bizarre Meat. I did not. I did not. I'm actually quite surprised about that. Well, we, so had, we had just been um, a few weeks before with some friends, and... So, and Alistair and I are already planning on going back when he comes back for Vegas vacation. Right. So we kind of sit at the bar and just do their bar tasting instead of like a whole menu kind of thing. So I thought, I know. Well, not not <laughs> much considering how much I ate. It was really kind of bad, but it was a blast. And Patreon subscribers will get to live vicariously through you with multiple 360 Vegas <laughs> Nosh episodes. Coming, uh, coming yeah, point. if you want to just hear me and Alistair talk and gush as we're eating food, that's that's kind of what that. you get. I'm excited. I didn't know we were doing recording yep. that. 360 Vegas V, uh, or no, it's VP with three. No, VP with 360? 360 Vegas FHE. Nosh. That's what you said you're gonna do. That's all first-hand yeah, experience stuff. Yeah, but uh, I'm still going with the 360 Vegas Nosh. It's just too okay. fucking long. Um, but then the, the VP with 360, we've got several of those going to just Patreon subscribers. Yeah, where we just sit at the video poker machines and hit record. And just all guys, those just, phenomenal conversations yeah. you have just hanging out with people. I'm like, why are we not recording this? Yeah, you guys do a really good job of providing just the added bonus, added content stuff. The show itself is awesome, and you can always get, you know, you know what you're going to get. But I've been really pleased since I got the Patreon thing. Like, oh, well, look at them go. <laughs> i got, like, years of content to catch up on. Yeah, I've said it before. I It meant everything to me that I provide like some people and I don't want to knock them but for me I didn't like the idea of these little things that they would do for like I don't know like write a postcard or whatever it was I mean like I said I'm not knocking anybody that does it but for me I'm like I even if you want it I don't want to do it for right you, you want to do like, it like I wanted way. to make sure that whatever it is that I gave is everything I could possibly do I want to reward the people that support this thing that Changed my life, you know, yeah, this yeah. creative outlet. So that's why it's like anytime I'm like, oh, we got to do something for Patreon. Yeah. So yeah, Patreon, you're, you're not kidding. When you get to Patreon, you're like, holy shit, yeah. where the <laughs> fuck has all this been? And it's quality too. I just, I don't know, I'm no, I don't want to gush over you guys, but I just have really, you know, coming from the podcasting community world, loving Vegas as much as I do. I'm freaking Las Vegas, y'all. There's a reason for it. Right. <laughs> I, I like to share all the aspects of living in Vegas and 
stuff just from a local perspective. Right. But I just super appreciate even that you didn't even live here for so long. Yeah. Although I love that you live here now. <laughs> oh, so but that you guys took the time and effort to really put together some really quality, cool content. And I'm genuinely catching up on it. I think I have years to catch up on, so I'm, I'm working my way down the list. It started in 2011. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a little bit, yeah. And then the last thing we have in the river was some listener feedback. We have a karma donation from Matthew Diller. Enjoy, sir. Thank you very much. Yeah. All right. That's going to do it for episode 305. Thank you all for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com. You can get premium and exclusive content when you subscribe to our show at patreon.com slash 360vegas and get 360vegas shirts, mugs, and anything else we can slap a logo on at zazzle.com slash 360vegas. If you'd like to send some feedback, written or audio, you can do so at 360vegaspodcast.com. And if you're not sure how to record audio with your smartphone and email it to the show, we do have instructions on how to do that as well on the blog's main page. Karen, where can folks find you? I'm at Karen Mark. Lacey. At Las Vegas Gal on Instagram and YouTube. He's told you where you can find me, so until next time. Yeah.